We are going to fight. We are going to be hurt. And in the end, we will stand. Stephen King, The Drawing of the Three. Hey, Justin. Hey, Kayla. What's up? Oh, just thinking about lobstrosities tonight. Yes. Um, lobstrosities and the drawing of the three. Yes. Um, I'm sure, though, you've been thinking a lot about Vanderbilt. Um, pretty recently. Yes. National <laughs> champions. Uh, yes. Uh, caused some delays in our recording schedule along with uh, my little journey halfway across the ocean but uh all is well and we are back and uh have a little bit of a backlog to uh record here yes but that is totally okay because we all and uh it gave us a little time to dig into some of the really long books that (laughs) continue on with us uh yeah We've got quite a few long books ahead of us, and uh, so I'm still about halfway through the Tommy Knockers, uh, which seems like halfway yeah. lasts a long time. <laughs> Boy, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's taken me longer to read the Tommy Knockers than the time span that it takes place over. But uh, anyway, yeah. that's uh, <laughs> a few episodes from now. So, yes. um, so remind me, Kayla, had you read any of the Tower series before we started the Year of King? No, um, I was really unfamiliar with the happenings in the actual book. I kind of knew the concept of the gunslinger and the man in black and they're headed towards town. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward concept in theory. Um, And then we get to a book like this, which, yeah, I had no idea what was going to happen. So it was all surprise. What about you? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, Same. I had not, I, I, you know... I had picked up on some allusions to it and some other King works, but I hadn't read any of the Dark Tower series. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, so when we finished The Gunslinger, uh, Roland and the Man in Black had had their cosmic level conversation. And and then, uh, you know, Roland took, took a, quote, nap of um, <laughs> at least m- multiple years, um, woke up. The man in black was apparently dead and Roland kind of stumbled down to the seashore. And then that's where we uh, roughly pick up this book. Uh, Do you think that's accurate? Yeah, I think that's definitely accurate. Uh, This seems like a pretty straightforward continuation of what happened in the last book. Um, And I really thought the last book ended on a really strong finish. I was really interested in the man in black and the gunslinger conversation that they had at the end. I thought it was really cool. Um, and I was really interested to see what happened next, uh, which is where we get into the drawing of the three. Right. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, you know, part of that uh, trippy conversation that Roland and the man in black have uh, refers to some various tarot cards and um, mm-hmm. we learn about the, we learn about what most of those mean. Um, in this book yeah we get to meet uh, the cards as we could probably predict relate to different characters that roland meets in the story he heads down the beach after meeting the lobstrosities which are like talking lobster creatures um which i mean 
is very bizarre, but also the word lobstrosity is just the best word ever. So, I mean, it's, on, it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> I was also like, I was like, holy crap. Did he really lose his hand like 10 pages in? And, uh, you know, here's, and here's something that I truly don't know. Uh, are we going to have to read six, seven more Dark Tower books uh, with this guy only having one hand? Yeah, I'm a little concerned about that. I'm hoping <laughs> yeah. he pulls. I'm hoping there's I, a Jamie I, I just really don't want to be hand. reading book yeah. five and then, you know, 400 pages into book five and be like, and then Roland remembered how hard it was to draw his gun with only one hand. Oh, oh God. Oh. Okay, we get it, Steven. We get yes. it. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that was a kind of intense beginning to the story. Uh, and then he comes across three doors, uh, which each lead to a different time in the uh, 20th century where he pops right. through the doors. Yeah, and, yeah. He, uh, he encounters yeah. three doors and we see at least uh, Stephen King's take on some uh, pivotal times in American history. Yeah, yeah he agrees with that quite a bit, especially I think as we get into the 11-22-63 where he's you know, playing with sort of a time travel portal situation. He did that a bit in the talisman too, but this is, you get really into these characters lives in this kind of balance between the alternative universes, different worlds that we're in, you know, you have Roland who is taking the form of other people from what I understand and kind of having to clumsily make his way through our world, you know, in the seventies or eighties, the sixties. And yeah, it's kind of it's, uh, amusing. <laughs> it's very, it's very, very kind of Stephen King precursor to like being John Malkovich. Um, you know, it's, 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 <laughs> yes. always, it's that type. It's that type of like mind occupation, body control phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and we meet the different characters that, is, that are supposed to relate to the tarot cards and the doors that he opens. There's, uh, is it Eddie? Who's the prisoner? Um, right. And then we have Detta Odetta, who is someone who has um, split personality, I guess. I'm not sure what the actual terminology of uh, that is. Yeah, it's a little unclear. Uh, It's kind of, yeah, kind of an amalgam of probably multiple personality disorder, schizophrenia, and, and borderline personality disorder. Yes. Uh, so she's a very interesting character. Uh, you know, Detta is kind of supposed to be the 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 naughty side and uh, Odetta's the, you know, very powerful, like civil rights uh, worker, like really uh, fascinating person. And then you've got the side Odetta that's, you know, being uh, troublesome <laughs> to the gunslinger and to Eddie most of the time. And then we also have a serial killer that comes up uh in one of the situations uh through the door and yeah it just oh jack yeah jack is the serial killer right uh yeah it's yeah and what did you think about this book man this book (laughs) is weird and i didn't hate it but it is weird man i mean we it is very we really we so we jump around big time in time you know so he goes through the first door Mm -hmm. and we get the prisoner who you know Mm -hmm. is 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 quote a prisoner to his uh to his drug addiction and mm-hmm. 
And so that one's set, you know, roughly around whenever this book was written, but so, so but we can call it mid eighties. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that kind of has the typical uh, Stephen King dystopian take on, on Reagan era America. Um, mm-hmm. And so you kind of think, you know, at least I felt like, okay, that's going to be kind of our setting here whenever he walks through these doors, but no, then he goes through the second door and we're all the way back in the civil rights era. Um, yes. And then, you know, then the third door, I guess when he takes over that body, it's a little bit later, uh, probably sometime in the seventies, although there are kind of some mm-hmm. flashbacks um, to the, to, to probably the, to the fifties and sixties as well. Yep. It is. It's all over the place, y'all. Yeah, so there, there is a, <laughs> there is a lot of jumping around, and there's a lot of wait, where were we, and how does this tie together? Mm-hmm. And in the end, it, you know, I think it somehow works. And I'm, I'm interested to see, I'm interested, I'm interested to see where it goes from here. And I'm also kind of glad that we've added some characters to this tale because, boy, mm-hmm. if we were just watching this one dude walk around this. Uh, you know, kind of blighted landscape for, <laughs> for five, six more books. Uh, oof, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be pretty rough. And he's not a particularly uh, emotive character most of the time. So it's not like he's making a nice, interesting running commentary as he's walking around by himself in the desert. Uh, so, yeah, it is it is interesting to see how he interacts with people. I think it's often kind of amusing to see him. Uh, have to interact in this world and pretend that he fits in and it's kind of it's kind of funny at times yeah uh but yeah very weird um i especially had a hard time with how in-depth he gets into the characters stories the backgrounds of them and it's one of those things where he spends a lot of time on it and i'm wondering how it actually pays off if that makes sense right Um, yeah it's like, do I need to know all of this information to understand this character, what they're dealing with? It's a lot. Yeah, um, there's there's a, a lot, lot of you know, side characters. There's a lot yeah. of uh, there's a lot right. There's a lot of uh, Eddie's childhood with his, with his brother, and I'm like, I I don't know mm-hmm. if I needed that level of background. And yeah, it's it's a very long, uh, quite intense book. I also had a hard time with the. Detta Odetta and then Susanna because the two sides combine right at some point or can't somehow cancel each other out and she basically becomes like kind of a new person yeah there yeah there's and kind of there's hard. kind of some, there's kind of some <laughs> hand waving there at that point you know as this the third door is closing uh to explain how all of that <laughs> happened I'm like well I, I see that you wanted to get to this point, and I'm not sure you fully explained it, Stephen, but uh, we'll roll with it for now. Yeah, and I think this is kind of one of those books where, you know, most of the time I can I can see where he's going. I can see how everything's building together. You know, he might have some kind of side quest plots that, you know, may not be super important, but they're interesting. This one, it was hard for me to kind of pull it all together. I think that this book just wasn't, my kind of thing i like weird books a lot but i like them to be um i don't know i don't want to say coherent because it doesn't really matter but there's just something about this book that just didn't grab me um and i was looking through book reviews book ratings for this and it's rated really highly like people feel really passionate about this book and i i don't get it and i i don't know what i'm missing um it was it's kind of fun and wacky but i don't feel quite the 
the draw to the characters that a lot of people seem to express. Um, what about you? Did you do you have like strong feelings about no, this book I, at all? I, I largely agree with you. I I mean it's you know it's something that we might look back um, as we get get further into the uh, Dark Tower series and say, boy, you know that it really did set everything up nicely and it all mm-hmm. makes sense now. But but it's at this moment it feels like we were kind of just spinning our wheels a little bit yeah um yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see if it pays off but i'm really hoping that other books continue to be um unusual but also kind of pull us back into his journey a little bit yeah, more without yeah, as many move, side move quests journey along yeah. a little bit uh you know yeah. we we keep hearing about how he needs to get to the Dark Tower and it's the nexus of the universe. And in this book, uh, we cover about five, ten miles worth of beach. And that's, <laughs> that's it. Uh, yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, it took us a bazillion pages to get to this point. Great. Uh, can't wait. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully, um, and, you know, it was... Jake only shows up for a little bit. We kind of get to right, yeah, hear he about what of, happened to him. He kind of, atone, he kind of atones for that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I suspect uh, he he had some people asking him how he could kill the kids so uh, callously and, and the gunslinger. <laughs> so it kind of, kind of felt like he was atoning for that error a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, you know. But, but hey, Jake's alive now. Had, yeah, at least in yeah, some universe. Kinda, Surprise! Yeah, very, very interesting. Um, I do like that he plays with the different universes. I did miss in The Gunslinger where uh, Roland was kind of traveling around to all the different villages and meeting all these kind of weird characters. Yeah. Um, I do miss that, exploring his different world. I already know our world. You know, I'm kind of just more interested in what's going on in this uh, other world, universe, place. Right. Um, less, Less interested in you know, let's time travel back to the seventies and yeah. see what's up with this random guy. Eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, we I did, could really care less about that. We did get a few references to some other King works. Uh, did you, did you pick up on those? Yes. Yes. There were some really fun ones just mentioned in there, just thrown in. There were. Yeah. So the, I guess the two, the two big ones that I picked up on was there's a, there's actually, there was a reference to the shining and not only the shining, but the Kubrick movie mm. version of the shining yes that was really fun because we all know how stephen king feels about uh the shining <laughs> so uh it's always fun to see him bring it up and yeah and in then different uh, context and then there's there's a very brief reference to uh him running across the characters from eyes of the dragon um you know where yes. at, at the end of that book uh where the i and i forget the characters names but two of them kind of go off into the west to chase after mm-hmm. flag um which i guess this is technically our first flag sighting in the in the dark tower series although i i'm just generally kind of confused now because i feel like there were some overtones that implied that maybe the man in black was flag and so i don't know how all of this yeah. is going to tie together now i think flag in my theory is like flag exists in different universes in different guises but it's all the same entity yeah um and so those people can be chasing flag and the gunslinger can also be chasing that, flag. that that's kind of how, how i think yeah. we're going right now kind of the, yeah kind of the great evil of you know 
the universe, I guess, which is kind of fun. I, I think that that's always really interesting. Maybe I think I just wanted more flag. I really like fantasy where it's a very uh, good versus evil. And then there's some gray going on in there. This one I felt like kind of moved away from that, which, which is fine. Stephen King likes to play with character development a lot, but I really don't like to get on side rants and side quests if I can't directly see how it's gonna lead into the bigger picture with fantasy books yeah um, yeah there maybe is. just my patience is a little thinner than with horror or other things like that I don't know like just get to the tower <laughs> like let's go yeah <laughs> I don't know oh well yeah um, you know uh another thing when uh I guess during the during the the second door the Odetta door uh mm-hmm. you know Stephen uh, as far as I can remember, we haven't seen Stephen King do many black characters yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, probably only Mike and It is the only one that jumps to mind right away to me. Uh, I can think of uh, Dick Halloran in The Shining. Right, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, true. And I guess uh, Speedy and the Talisman. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but boy, this is probably, you know, the most extensive writing he's done from a somewhat black characters point of view and man there is a lot of white man guilt uh in that section (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh it man i listened to this on audiobook uh because i started reading a a paper book of it i was like i can't do this i need an audiobook because sometimes it just it's easier for me to get through yeah, and the book was read by uh, this great audiobook narrator. I've read a, or listened to a few of his books, but man, he when he did that Detta voice, oof, it was <laughs> it was a struggle. I was like, I don't feel good about I don't feel good about this at all. <laughs> this feels really outdated. Um, it makes it sound, you know, not so great in you know our kind of our modern context and. It's like, uh, this doesn't age as well as some of his other, you know, maybe like a Dick Halloran character ages a lot better because it's played with a lot more nuance. And I get that Odette is supposed to be kind of over the top and, but oof, it just didn't, it didn't play right very well. <laughs> and in my headphones, it was really cringy. Um, but oh, well, the guy yeah. was a really talented reader. He did the best he could, but yeah, it was awkward. <laughs> Which um which of the I guess of the three kind of the three stories uh you know the that involve going through the various doors which one did you like the most? I think I liked Eddie the best. It was kind of fun to see kind of um uh the drug smuggling scene. I thought it was really fun uh and kind of a little suspenseful and fun all at the same time. Uh, yeah, I, I maybe, agree because yeah. yeah, that's that's that was kind of our introduction to the to the rules of this type of, you know, body yes. mind occupation. And so we weren't, we weren't exactly sure what he can get away with. So there's actually some suspense mm-hmm. when he, when he goes into the lavatory and uh, I, yeah, I agree with you. I, I thought that was the best. I thought, you know, I thought probably the, um, the, the shootout there in the drug den was probably, was maybe the best written scene in the book. Uh, Agreed. Uh, so yeah. I think that, I think that I agree with you. I think that probably was my favorite, uh, favorite of the doors as well yeah and i think once we're just getting started my patience for it is you know it's new it's fun and by the time he gets to the third door it's like oh god like just 
can we just move on, please? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think my patience exactly. kind of waned after a bit, but it was fun at first. Um, and we also we yeah. also see the world's quickest romance in this book. Uh, yeah, we really do. Very Eddie, Eddie's known Eddie's, Eddie's known Odetta for about a day and a half, and decides that uh, she's the love of his life. Uh, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of <laughs> like boy, we're, we've got we got six more books to get through here, Stephen. We can take our time with this one. Right. It, it's not a rush. It does feel kind of shoehorned. It's not necessary that there's a romance involved for him to want to save her or feel like engaged by her at all. And yeah, I always kind of hate when right. yeah, he romances can, into things. Yeah. He can we, want we to can, save her. Just, just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. He, can, he yeah. can want to save her simply because she's another human in this bizarre world. Who's not a complete psychopath like Roland. So, uh, yes. <laughs> wow. She, she is a psychopath, but in different ways. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. She, she definitely has a good side and he can still, you know, prove himself worthy and redeem himself in many ways without having to be in love with that person. So I, I, it's kind of a pet peeve of mine when that happens. Yeah. yeah just for the sake pretty, of it. I was like, yeah. I was like, Whoa, really already. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But who knows if they will be in other books or not. It could be a Jake situation where they're just kind of here and then gone. You right. know, you get attached to them and King just kills them. Who knows? Yeah. He just, yeah. Or gives them their life He's back like that. Or, yeah. Yeah. He's like that. <laughs> keeps on our toes um but yeah anything else you wanted to say about the drawing of the three before you go yeah the only other thing i've noticed and i noticed this a little bit in the gunslinger too but so far in these dark tower books i sometimes stephen king can craft a real sentence in these that's just a total clunker that doesn't really as far as so it doesn't happen nearly as often in his uh kind of non-Dark Tower books, in my opinion, but one that I took uh, one that I took note of said, it's Rugo's eyes dead, yet hideously sparking with hideous life. Uh, I feel like he could have worked at least two more hideouses in there if he had really yeah, tried. I don't, I don't think he tried hard enough at all. <laughs> Just looks lazy at yeah, this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, 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 yeah, there, there are probably, you know, at least once a chapter I find myself going, wait, was that even a sentence or was it just... <laughs> And yeah, I think maybe it came across a little bit better in audiobook form where you have someone reading it for you, but yeah. I'm sure on the page it's like, oh wow, that's ugly. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I think I think that that was my last uh cogent thought on on the drawing of the three. <laughs> you, have it, you, you have anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm ready to give some crowns. What about you? All right, I'm ready. Uh, okay. Go ahead. All right, so I give this two crowns. Uh, one crown for just the word lobstrosity itself. Um, I think it's incredible um, and a lot of fun. And I just couldn't get out of my head. And I just wanted more weird lobster scenes. I would, you know, that's fine. It was just kind of hilarious and weird. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's not really my jam. It was a lot of fun and very weird, though. I always, you know, have to shout out King for trying something weird and different every time he does it. It's like a, one crown for effort, at least, and one for lobstrosity. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 two crowns for me. Also, uh, I guess I can. It's a provisional two crowns. You know, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get three, four for books further into the Dark Tower series, and 
realize how brilliant this one was, but but as of right now, it's kind of just like some some really neat flashes. But in the end, we really did we really need four hundred pages to cover ten miles of beach? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> I think is going to be the resounding answer, even if the rest of it's brilliant. It's still too long. Oh well. Um, but yeah, that's the drawing of the three and we'll move on to the next one in a couple of books but next we actually get to one of my favorites misery yeah looking forward to it yes. so we will we will head actually even head away from maine for the next uh podcast oh it's so weird right <laughs> Do this. yeah all right all right well we'll see you then all right bye For more of our Stephen King adventures, please follow us on Instagram at The Year of King.